Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. So am I the only one that didn't know this? Because I feel like I am. And I've looked at this sign for a million years, okay? I mean, I've tried to think, well, maybe I knew that in the past. I don't think I did. Okay, so the 7-Eleven sign that you see around America, I mean, they've got, you know, a million stores. They were founded in 1927. I remember when they were founded. Uh, 96 years ago, they, you know, the Southland Ice Company is when they were founded. And their home offices are right here in Irving, Texas. I drive by them from time to time. But the sign itself, seven, and then it has 11 running through the middle of the of the seven, right? Okay. But all the letters, E-L-E-V-E, are capital letters. And the N is a small case N. Am I the only one that didn't realize that? I mean, I've been looking at that stupid sign forever. And I see a post somewhere talking about the small case N. And I thought, oh, yeah, it is. (laughs) So apparently, um, the wife of the president of the company in the 60s thought, yeah, you know, all the capitals, they seem so aggressive. And so she suggested the change. You know what? You should just use a small case and it seems more graceful. And they did. And she's kind of right. So anyway, I just wanted to let you know so that I know, you know, that you know, because yesterday I didn't know. And now we all know. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. Did you see that 16 employees of the city of San Francisco took home over 500000 in the fiscal year of 2023? Look, we all struggle. It's struggling. And they live in San Francisco, or presumably they live in San Francisco. So they've got to make a little money, right? But the city's payroll climbed 8%. And this is probably true to some agonizing cities all across America. The city's payroll topped 4.56% a billion dollars according to the comptroller now you may be a little surprised uh, this story talks about well you know san franciscoans yeah you know a lot of uh cityans around the world uh, around the country are going to be a little surprised uh the mayor london breed is the highest paid mayor in california uh, but he's only ranked 241 uh with earnings in san francisco <laughs> With $357,000. I mean, that's a paltry $357,000 in San Francisco. Wow. The city librarian, $298,000. Wow. City attorney only makes $295,000. Holy cow. So the median total pay among city employees who worked full-time was $133,000. You can't be expected to live on $133,000. In San Francisco, it's pretty tough. Um, The retirement services manager, I'm sorry, the retirement services managing director, Kurt Brattenberg, love Kurt, uh, that's Kurt with a K, uh, was the city's second highest earner 
with a total take home of about $598,000. No doubt about that. Now, when you look at the list, you think, uh, well, the mayor is like, what the, What did I say? The mayor was 120, 140, 241 in the rankings. So then you go down and they give you a quick list of the uh, retirement services. All right. Uh, Allison Romano. Uh, she uh, took home six hundred and forty-four thousand dollars. Oh, and six hundred and forty-four thousand sixty dollars. So, Kurt, retirement services, uh, the managing director under Allison, took home five hundred and ninety-seven. As we said, the uh, a police sergeant, Frank Harrell, and you're talking about some overtime for Frank going on. A police sergeant. So is that Sergeant Third Class? I don't know. It says here under the title Sergeant Three, the number three. He took home five hundred and eighty-seven thousand sixty dollars. That's a good gig right there, and that's not counting whatever he's making on the fentanyl bus. I'm sorry, no, that's that's not happening. Stop it. It's just a joke. <laughs> so more retail wow the retirement services department holy cow so the chief executive makes 644 the managing director makes 597 the there's another management director there's multiple managing directors of the retirement services makes uh 549 549 000. Anna Lang she's got to be pissed uh Ted Yana Kemp is another managing director under the retirement services banner she only makes $545,000. Tatiana's got to be pissed, really pissed. Uh, Anna and Kurt both making it more than her. <laughs> the assistant chief of the department, the fire department, makes $527,000. I mean, I don't begrudge these people for making their money, but holy God. So Ronald Terry, the sheriff, the sheriff's lieutenant, that's under San Francisco? Oh, okay, I thought the shares were separate than that. 524000 Let me be interesting to see why that's under the San Francisco City Department. This is amazing, These uh, all the money this city is spending. So when you look at the total employee pay in San Francisco, and I'm like I said, I'm sure, you know, Dallas, Atlanta, Chicago, New York, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C., Los Angeles. I am Houston. Those cities, I'm sure, those people are raking in cash. Uh, they can't be raking in this much, though, can they? Can they really? So, employee pay under public health, over a billion dollars. Municipal transportation, over 500 million for the police department, almost uh, 300 million, 358 million for the fire department, and on and on it goes. Wait a minute, I want to see about the is the sheriff's department under all of this? I guess so, since they t- sheriff accountability. Okay, <laughs> uh, that guy only makes 120,000. 120,000. He does not live in San Francisco. I can guarantee you that. He's living out in the woods somewhere. There's no way. Department status of women. That's over a million. Wow. I mean, that's department status of women. 1,357,789. The rent 
Arbitration Board. $5,518,065. I want to be on the Rent Arbitration Board. Or you could put me, I mean, I'd have to, I would have to be the token. But uh, the Asian Art Museum gets $5 million. Three hundred and sixty nine thousand eight hundred and sixty two dollars. <laughs> the ethics commission over three million. Wow. I mean, you want to know why these cities are going down? There's your answer. And I don't know what they're paying teachers. You know, every every time you talk about it, what they're paying teachers is that's not enough. They're not making enough. Well, a longtime Boston principal. I don't know what a longtime Boston principal makes, but this particular principal uh, decided that uh, about $40,000 was $38,806 in school funds. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and use that money for vacations. I'll take some friends with me, but I'm just going to use that money for vacations. Oh, okay. Now, she's charged with one count of wire fraud. After misusing the $38,806. So she was employed at this school for 13 years. And she decided, yeah, you know what? I know those funds uh, for the school and they're in a separate bank account. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to submit check requests. And I'm going to put different people's names on it. But then I'm just going to put them in my bank account. (laughs) Okay. All right. And then I'm going to use that money to go on vacation. You know what? We can go to Barbados. Oh, all right. Let's do that. (laughs) In fact, let's go a couple years. It was so good back in 2016. Let's go again in 2018, shall we? Come on, girls. Let's go. Although I don't know if they were all girls. Anyway, uh, so now she's in hot water for this. uh, She faces up to 20 years in a way. No way she gets 20 years in prison. For thirty-eight grand, wire fraud charges. So she pleaded guilty to the charge and agreed to pay restitution. But now they're saying uh, the, according to the Federal Bureau of Investigation, the Boston's FBI, uh, I'm using her authority and using the school's budget as her own personal slush fund. As a reminder to municipal workers everywhere that there are serious consequences for such shameful conduct, and it's the taxpayers they serve and answer to at the end of the day. Thank you, Special Agent. We appreciate you and all your hard work. Ugh. So, she, I mean, they, she might get, she might do some time just because these people are trying to treat this as such a, a big deal. I mean, yes, it's a crime. Yes, she shouldn't have done it, but it's only 38000 not even 40000 and she's going to pay it back, and she said, yeah, I did it, I got carried away, I thought, you know what, let's go to Barbados, so 20 years in prison, stop it, ooh, uh, we got a recall uh, for you too, from, uh, my wife got a letter from uh, Walgreens, urgent product recall information, this is an urgent product recall. An urgent product recall. But I wish I still had that clip. Years ago, there was a, an ad, a uh, hundred years ago on radio, that uh, every so every so often, this company would run an ad, and it was an urgent piano announcement. And I really want to just, every time I want an urgent news story breaks, 
I want to go back to the, this is an urgent piano announcement. And they have all these discounted pianos on sale. It's just an old radio commercial, and it's an old bit that sticks in my head forever. And it worked, right? Because it's still in my head a thousand years. It's still in my head. This is an urgent piano announcement. And it just, it worked. Anyway, uh, Walgreens want to let you know that uh, the albuterol sulfate HFA inhalation aerosol solution 108 is being recalled. So if you have to use albuterol uh, with, you know, the breather, hold it as long as you can to let it out. If you have to use that, I do not. Yeah, no, that's a different, that's a different albuterol. But (laughs) there's not been a recall on that yet. (laughs) if there has i'm not aware of it all right uh and the uh uh, 90 base mcg slash act all right so they get sent to different lot numbers and fortunately i guess my wife said i don't have it i'm fine these aren't mine so she can still albuterol away yeah She's all good now. Don't worry about it. It's fine. It's not being recalled for her. It's all good. But just a heads up. I don't know if you uh, you know if you get your albuterol fix from Walgreens or whatever other company, but there has been a recall. And if you use it, apparently they they leak. And so if you had to go and use it, you know, if you're having an attack and you had to go and use it, but it was leaking, it'd be all gone. So <laughs> now, I'm guessing this is just this is just me thinking off the top of my head that if you needed it and you went to use it and it was empty, that would not be good. Again, though, that's just me. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. Okay, quick lotto update. Uh, No one uh, won the Powerball. So uh, Saturday... 8-5-2023. 8-5-2023. Today, if you're listening live, is 8-3-2023. Uh, it is now going to be $124 million and uh, $62.8 million cash payout. And the mega still at the $1.25 million, which is going to be drawn tomorrow night now i saw a story that talked about uh, the jackpot is sword here's how hard it is to win we know everybody i know you have to fill space in your used to be newspaper and your online website newspaper but we got it all right don't detour me from winning my billions okay i know it's difficult i know they changed the odds making it you know more difficult to win which gives you bigger jackpots so in 2015, the Powerball lengthened the odds of winning from 1 in 175.2 million to 1 in 292.2 million. A couple years later, uh, Mega Millions went, uh, that's a pretty good idea. We should probably do that. And so it went from uh, 1 in 258.9 million to 1 in 302.6 million that's why we're seeing the jackpots get bigger on the megas so you know i I know i know but you can't win if you don't play that's the ad from the lotto that's the ad from me and i i keep i hear in my head you can't win if you don't play and i always see the ad of the guy and i don't know if it was an actual lotto ad or if it was a joke or whatever 
But I see the guy with the billboard that says, you know, the end of the world is coming. And the caption is, bet he'd feel different if he won the lotto. Yes, that's me. So back off me. Okay, I'm buying a ticket. So yesterday we talked about uh, Lizzo and uh, how the uh, big girls tour, the G-R-R-R-R-R-R-L's tour, whatever the hell she calls herself, uh, was um, being uh, uh, less than nice, all right, less than nice. And we talked about her uh, body shaming the dancers and excruciating auditions for shows. People were uh, drinking on the clock and, you know, soft hold ret- retainers. Ugh. Look, they say, that, that one kind of irks me. That one does kind of irk me. Not, I'm on Lizzo's side for that. She asked them, she asked the dancers, hey, don't work for anybody else when we're not on tour. They said, hey, we got to make a living. We got to eat. She said, all right, I'll tell you what, I'll pay you half of what you normally make when we're not on tour, when we're not on tour, so you just work for me. And I, and they agreed to it, and then they bitch about it because they were, you know, now we're treated like regular employees. You are. Anyway, I'm kind of on Lizzo's side for that. But I, I hate to be on Lizzo's side for anything because she just doesn't seem like a nice person. However, uh, she has finally responded. And I say finally because it's only been out for a couple of days. And she responded this very day on her Instagram account, which is Lizzo Beating. That's her, that's her Instagram account for 13.5 million followers. Lizzo, B-E-E-A-T-I-N-G. It's a verified blue checkmark Lizzo Instagram account. These last few days have been gut-wrenchingly difficult and overwhelmingly disappointing. My work ethic, morals, and respectfulness have been questioned. Why, yes. Yes, they have. My character has been criticized. Yep sure has usually i choose not to respond to false allegations but these are as unbelievable as they sound are they though and too outrageous to not be addressed okay these sensationalized stories are coming from former employees who have already publicly admitted that they were told their behavior on tour was inappropriate and unprofessional uh that's it that's all she said on the old Instagram. That doesn't really do much for me, but there you have it. She did respond. And I see where uh, Dua Lipa uh, was hit with another copyright lawsuit, uh, this time by a musician Bosco Conte. And who doesn't love musician Bosco Conte, whose recording was used in the song Levitating, which claims, that, hey, I didn't agree to it to be used. Uh, and this is the third copyright uh, suit over this song. So Dua Lipa having a, probably going to shell out a little bit of more cash. And I see where Taylor Swift uh, started her uh, SoFi run, right? She was, uh, I think she's, she added an extra show. So we're doing six shows at SoFi in Los Angeles. And they asked her, like, I guess the politicians and some of the workers, can you postpone your shows in Los Angeles in solidarity with the hotel workers? Well, I'll just leave it at this. Uh, the first show was last night, and it actually happened. Okay, so the answer to that is a uh, no, <laughs> no. Now, if you listen to uh, Pat Gray Unleashed, uh, I filled in for Pat today. I mean, I'm, I'm doing the show every day with Pat, but he was off today, 
and uh so i filled in and i did a trucker thursday of, on uh, here on pat gray unleashed uh, pat unleashed on the blaze television and a radio network and it's a great show you can go back and listen to it talk to a bunch of truckers it was really nice of them to call truckers of the lifeblood of america said it forever i love them well then i see speaking of taylor swift where she gave uh a bonus check to all the truck drivers that haul her stuff around now i've seen the pictures of the truckers i should have talked about this this morning and i didn't i apologize but uh she's i mean they the stuff for her tour is in semis and she's got like i don't know 10 or twenty thousand semis lined up it might be less <laughs> just it looked like 10 or twenty thousand and probably less i don't know but they all got a bonus check of a hundred thousand dollars that's pretty sweet that's pretty sweet now taylor's gonna have the world record uh concert tour total when this tour is done the eras tour uh she's gonna have well over a billion dollars so the truckers probably and i honestly i don't know the the number i'm guessing 30 40 maybe uh all got a hundred thousand dollars that's pretty good i mean that's be that's awful nice uh, they talked about how the one truckers, uh, you know, got the envelope and it opened it up. He thought it was a thousand dollars, so he stuffed it back in his back pocket, like you know, hey, thanks. And uh, the other guy said, "I thought it was ten grand," so I stuck it back in my pocket. And the other driver said, "Bro, I got a hundred thousand." And so they all went back and opened up their envelopes again, and were like, "Yeah, my mind too. I read it wrong." Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's six zeros, bro. Okay, that's a hundred thousand. And as you read this story about it, which is really nice, it's nice. She doesn't have to do it. They're all getting paid. They don't, you know, they shouldn't expect something like that. So that was very nice. And I know that uh, you know, there's a lot of people on this Eras tour. A lot of people making a lot of money, including Taylor Swift. And these truckers drive overnight. You know, they're going. Uh, they're going to you know Mexico and Canada and all over the world. I don't know that these truckers actually float across the ocean. I don't know that though. I don't look at me like you think they they don't because they could, but they all got a hundred thousand. But as I'm reading this story, it talks about how uh, the one trucker said that it was life changing. Now, is a hundred thousand dollars life changing? I'll take it. I am a fan. $100,000 is a good chunk of money. You can do a number of things with it. Is it life-changing, though? Is it life-changing? I feel like $100,000 is not life-changing. But and don't look at me like, oh, that's, how much money do you have, Jeff? I got nothing. I got nothing. All right? But I just feel like $100,000 is not life-changing. I don't think people realize what life-changing money is. Winning the lotto, that's generational life-changing, or certainly could be. And people don't realize it because when they win the lottery and they ask, oh, what are you going to get? What are you going to buy? I mean, it's a stupid question anyway, but the news has to do what the news do. And uh, I'm going to get a new car. Well, no shit. You just won $500 million. I'll get a new car. Oh, okay. I mean, a car is nothing. You just won $100 million. A car is not, that's, 
that's not that's all that's just part of the it's just amazing to me anyway a hundred thousand dollars life-changing bless their hearts So who died today? Who died today? Johnny Johnson, 45, executed last night in Missouri, dead. Uh, He was executed for the murder of this, uh, I want to say, eight-year-old girl, six-year-old girl. Okay. Horrible. Horrible. But he is now dead. He was uh, sentenced. Uh, for the murder that he did in 2002. So he, his final words uh, as he was preparing to be executed, uh, he said, I'm a vampire and I apologize for my crimes. All right, Johnny, take care. No, they didn't shoot him. Uh, it was a lethal injection in Missouri, but whatever. I, I really, I don't care. I don't care if it was electric chair firing squad or a lethal injection now his final meal bacon cheeseburger oh i didn't say bacon cheeseburger bacon burger i don't know if there's any cheese on it or not curly fries and a strawberry milkshake that's not bad i would have you know i would have ordered more but uh, oh no kidding fat man just one burger, fries, and a shake. Let what are you me eat. on a diet? I'm just saying. I know. I got it. But it's your last meal. I mean, it's your last meal. How about I don't know a couple of bacon burgers and a strawberry and a chocolate shake. What do you say? But no. Yeah, that's he's gone now. We lost him, uh, Johnny Johnson, dead at the age of 45. Well, they're not dead, but the marriage is. Uh, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau announced uh, on yesterday on his social media site because you can't you can't do anything in life if you don't announce it on social media. If it's not announced on social media, it didn't happen. So, which by the way, you can follow me uh, on social media: uh, Facebook and Instagram is Jeff Fisher Radio. Uh, you can follow me on X. Uh, Jeffy JFR. Uh, by the way, the blue check mark is back. Uh, thank you, thank you. I feel better about myself, about my life. Everything is back in place. <laughs> it took less than forty-eight hours. All right, it d- almost like I knew. I felt like it was going to happen yesterday afternoon. Like I was just going to appear because they told me that hey, we're on it. Uh, they already took my money, so that happened fast. Uh, trust me, Elon's not the richest guy on the planet for not taking people's money. Okay, so they already took that, and uh, we're you know you're we're in a what was the what was the term? They sent me a, a tweet from X. Your account will be verified with a blue check mark soon, but above that it said we're reviewing your account now. That's when I paid, and they that went through like at I don't know seven thirty at night or something like that. So. Uh, Yesterday at 7.30 would have been uh, 48 hours because I was like, maybe we can make this happen in a day. Elon, what are you doing? Pick up the pace a little bit. Hire a new guy. You know what I mean? Instead of worrying about putting up a giant uh, 
seizure-making blinking light X on the top of your building. Maybe you hire a guy to go ahead and review the people that are, you know, paying you for the blue check mark. But it happened within 40 because I kept I figured that they would do it within 48 hours and they did. And so see sometime yesterday afternoon it came through. I know it's not, I know it's not that big a deal, but it's just I can't tell you when it went away after I'd had it for so long and then it was just gone really strange and their algorithm we've talked about before was just i was just dead in the water um just really weird as far as how that works anyway it's back that's at jeffy jfr on x uh you can email the show always chewing the fat at the blaze.com you can follow me on um my youtube channel chewing the fat with jeff fisher and you can always order a cameo from me at jeffy jfr on cameo as well so as i said uh, if it's not announced on social media, it hasn't happened. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau announced that he and his wife Sophie are separating after 18 years of marriage. That's, that's quite a quite a stretch to be married. Uh, so that means that the last, I mean, the last five or six years have probably been hell in the Trudeau household. I don't know that, though. I don't know. Uh According to the Instagram post, uh, after many meaningful and difficult conversations, we have made the decision to separate. I mean, that I, I don't know about you, but I have been through those difficult situations. Not fun. I don't wish that any, on anyone. So the couple has three kids, uh, 15, 14, and 9. Wow. Uh, that marriage has been in trouble for nine years because that's the kid. That kept them together. I guarantee you that. The first two were happy, happy, happy. And then that five-year span of those two two kids, between the 14-year-old and the 9-year-old, started to, started to get a little dicey. And then she got pregnant again. And so it was all good. It was all good. He, then he ran for office and got the prime minister job. So it was all good. And now it's like, I can't stand you. I hate you. And so they're they're separating. So they've signed a legal separation agreement. Uh, and according to the Post, they remain a close family. Of course. Both parents are going to be a constant presence in their children's lives. Are they? And uh, we ex- uh, they can expect to often see the family together. Uh, the family will, to get, will be together on vacation. Uh-huh. That's going to be a fun vacation, huh? Oh, yeah, it'll be great. So, now that's the first time that a sitting prime minister has been uh, separated while in office. Like his dad split with the mom, but he was already out of office. So, anyway, it's sad, but, uh, you know, it couldn't happen to a nicer douche, Justin Trudeau. And then they started their new cigarette law in Canada, too. Kind of irks me. You know, it's not bad enough we have to have it on the packs. Telling us, you know, it could cause cancer. It's bad for you. Pregnancy. But now they have to, they're putting it on every cigarette. Every cigarette. Do you know how expensive that's going to be? Holy cow. Man, even if you wanted to smoke, it's going to cost you like 100 bucks a cigarette. I mean, if you're looking to make some extra cash, and this is just me, I, I don't, I'm not advocating any of this 
you may want to you know load up a truck full of cigarettes and get them across the border up in canada and uh, start selling them out of the back of the truck man uh, you know just go to the go to the indigenous people's tribes man pull into the indigenous people go to those properties man and just pull in and just sit just sit right there on the reservation just across from the regular side i got smoking i got i mean you just put them out on a table man because they're not going to do anything to you on the reservation ha! it's an idea from me to you you're welcome Okay, so maybe, maybe Justin or Justin's wife, uh, what's her stupid name? Mrs. Trudeau. Yeah, not anymore, though. Not anymore. Formerly Mrs. Trudeau. Uh, took some advice from Mia Khalifa because uh, she's given marriage advice now. Uh, you know, you know Mia Khalifa, the former porn star. Believe me, if you saw her, you would go, oh, yeah, her. No, you would. You would. Well, someone in your house would. Maybe not you, but someone in your house would go, oh, yeah, that's Mia Khalifa. <laughs> so anyway, uh, she's giving porn advice on her uh, on her Instagram account, which, like I said, if it doesn't happen on social media, it just doesn't happen. And her advice uh, is great. Uh, <laughs> so... She has, I don't know, she's got a few, a couple of million followers or whatever. Oh, did I say? She has 27.7 million followers? No way. Come on now. Okay. She wasn't that great of a porn star. I know that, I, I know everybody loves her pictures and everything, but stop it. Okay. Well, good for her. Good for her. You know what? Congratulations, Mia. You look great and you're still. You're holding up great, and you haven't, so, you know, that's good. And you don't have any kids. But her advice about marriage is kind of what the Trudeaus are at, to be honest. So I think maybe they listened to her. Oh, we're comparing stats. Baby girl doesn't know that I am Tom Brady at this game. Married at 18, divorced at 21. Second marriage. Married at 25, divorced at 28. Third engagement, engaged at 29, ended it at 30, but I but, kept the ring. I'm still keeping Tom Brady oh, on you his bitch. toes. You bitch. Okay. We should not be afraid to leave these men. We are not stuck with these people. Marriage is not a sanctimonious thing. It is It is paperwork. It's something, it's, it's, it's a commitment you make to someone. But if right. you feel like... You're not getting anything from that commitment and you're trying. You got to go. You got to go. You have to go. I know it's difficult to fill out paperwork and to make appointments and to do all of these things. But this is your life. Do you want to be stuck with someone? Right. Okay. Period. Do you want to be stuck with someone? And that's what Sophie Trudeau is thinking. Uh, She heard this and said, I'm out. Have a nice day. I hope you're happy. I hope you're happy, Mia Khalifa, you homewrecker. Okay, did you see where uh, Japan, or at least, uh, you know, people in Japan, uh, you know, 
cultural influencers in Japan uh, got all got their panties in a wad. They got all uh, they got all butt hurt over the Barbenheimer posts for the movie, and uh, you know it was just it was meant to be you know Barbenheimer weekend. It was Barbie and Oppenheimer, and it was just part of the deal. Well, I mean they got all butt hurt because you're trivial, uh, trivial as I I can't even say the word. That's how mad I am. They are trivial. They are trivializing. Trivializing. Okay? Don't be so stupid. They're trivial. I can't even say it again now that I get mad. They're trivializing. Trivialize, trivializing. I'm not, I almost don't want to do the story now. I can't even say the freaking word. They are trivializing the deaths. This is Japan. Now I'm mad at myself, and now I'm just in Japan. I'm just mad now. So people in, in Japan are mad that uh, the deaths of hundreds of thousands in the cities of Hiroshima and Nagasaki, where the U.S. dropped atomic bombs in 1945, and the memes and the mashups of Barbie and with the nuclear uh, mushroom clouds have been embraced uh, by the official Twitter account for the Barbie movie. Oh, no. Oh, are you guys upset? Are you? And I wish that Warner Brothers would have said, so? Sucks to be you, huh? But no, they bent the knee. Of course they did. They apologized. Warner Brothers regrets its recent insensitive social media engagement. The studio offers a sincere apology. Um, here you go. Tough. And of course, what happens when you bend the knee? It's never enough. It's never enough. Oh, the apology, it does little to win back these fans. Well then, tough. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you felt bad about that. It wasn't meant to. It wasn't meant to upset you. But if it did, sorry. Uh, hope you enjoyed the movies. I, I was just, I can't take it. And once again, uh, you know, they, they bent the knee. Still not going to be enough. Amazing. We're going to apologize. They should have. Maybe they don't respond or they respond. Sorry you were upset. Have a nice day. Take care. Please enjoy the movie. But I'm sorry. I'm sorry that uh, we were trivializing your world. Love Warner Brothers. Yeah, that works. I mean, we're on track. Maybe they just put a PS. PS. We're on track to make over a billion dollars in the next few days. We're already at, I don't know, seven or eight hundred million. Uh, Oppenheimer is at four, they're about 400 million. So they'll be at half a billion soon. So PS appreciate you letting us get to, uh, uh, half a billion and a billion and, uh, you know, quit your whining. Okay. Maybe you shouldn't have tried Maybe you shouldn't have attacked the United States of America. How about that? How about that? Japan? Maybe you shouldn't have attacked the U S love Warner brothers. Peace out. I mean, I like it, but, you know, it's not going to happen.
subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.